Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeta here with my colleague Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. It's great to see you again here. We are broadcasting live from WNDZ, 7:50 a.m. in Chicago, with a live stream also on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. So it's a very exciting time at Catholic Charities as a bold new vision uh, for our agency is being announced throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Uh, and After a careful study of, of best practices within the organization from recent years, we're expanding our work that's being done at the local parish level throughout the Archdiocese of Chicago so we can serve our clients better, right? That's, that's, that's what we're doing uh, within Catholic Charities in the most effective ways possible. And to make it easier than ever for people to be involved with the work of Catholic Charities, right? The volunteer service, so incredibly important to us. You're so right, Phil. Catholic Charities regional directors do an outstanding job in our seven regional offices in Cook and Lake Counties. And now regional mission boards are being established to support and increase the work of these regional offices by coordinating service opportunities, connecting with neighboring parishes even more, and tailoring our services even more in the, to the needs of our clients in each region. Here to discuss this fantastic expansion of Catholic Charities is Matt McCabe, Catholic Charities Executive Director of Strategic Initiatives, and Renee Medina, Medina, pardon me, the new Regional Mission Board Chairperson for the City Southwest Region. Welcome, Matt and Renee. Welcome, guys. Glad to have you here on Voice of Charity. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, Matt, let's start with you. Um, Oh, absolutely. Thanks. Thank you, Renee. Um, Start a little bit, Matt, about sharing a little bit more about the reasons that Catholic Charities is establishing these Regional Mission Boards uh, to coordinate the service on the parish level. Let's dig into that right off the bat. Well, thanks, Phil, and thanks for the chance to, to share a little bit about what we've been working on. So one of the big things that Catholic Charities is focused on is grounding mission locally. Uh, and we think the best way to do that is in connection with uh, regional parishes and creating avenues for people to come in through parishes to serve alongside Catholic Charities staff uh, and better connect our services to those who are uh, participant in parish parish communities. So regional mission boards is really that localization of uh, engaging people with our mission. As part of our broader partners in mission, uh, partners in giving, partners in prayer structure that we are rolling out uh, in the months to come. Excellent. Now, it, it, when you talk about the seven different regions that, that are within Catholic Charities, will each region mission board be structured the same way? And then uh, you know, what are the opportunities for people to get involved at, at, at those levels? Yeah, so I, I think this is one of the things I'm most excited about. So we know that it makes sense to keep some of the structure of the regional mission boards consistent right. from, from region to region. So things like membership, engagement, or parish outreach, or community outreach, these are things we got to do everywhere. But we also know that the services the Catholic Charities offers differs from region to region, and the need is really different. Uh, and so what we're looking for in that uh, the last bucket of, of uh, the regional mission boards are what we're calling mission teams. And these are really at their most basic level, uh, a set of people who are committing to doing a work al- alongside us in the mission of Catholic Charities. And so in one region that might look like uh, five or six people joining uh, once a week to, 
um, you know, man the, the food pantry hours. In another region, that might be focused on career counseling for returning veterans, uh, or it might mean, you know, a, a food drive or a once a year a large event like a celebration of giving type thing. And so we want mission teams to be flexible based on the interest and appetite of those in a given region and a given parish to engage with us, uh, and then also meet the needs of that specific region. So we're really excited about how that's going to emerge and grow and be different around the Chicago and uh, Lake fantastic. County area. And so many parishes, Matt, are um, have been longtime supporters of Catholic Charities. Their outreach committees, you know, have, have uh, made Catholic Charities work a priority in their parishes. So it's really neat how you're expanding that um, and creating this reg- regional mission board structure uh, to actually expand and support what's already happening in many parishes already. Um, so, and as, as we've talked about that these uh, volunteers and and uh, eager parishioners are going to be partners in mission. Could you also share a little bit about the other two pillars of this partner structure? Sure. Uh, so partners in giving and partners in prayer. Yes. Um, so so uh, the, the big picture headline that I'd love anybody to walk away with if they're listening to us at this moment is that we need you and we want you here at Catholic Charities. And no matter what type of uh, time and energy and talent you have to give, there's a place and a home for you here, here at Catholic Charities. And so we have partners in giving for those who might want to engage with us philanthropically and support and invest in the work of our program staff and volunteers. We have partners in prayer for those who want to pray and engage in, in a, a faith aspects of our work. And we have partners in mission for those who want to serve alongside us. Uh, and so really what we're doing is building on this foundation of the last 105 years of service of the Catholic Charities community. Uh, we are not you know, shelving any good work that's already happening. We're giving it a new structure that can grow and expand and flower uh, and, and really just welcome anybody who's ready to to engage and serve alongside us and and we hope that you do i keep thinking of the phrase all are welcome right matt absolutely that's that's the message um could you also uh, please go ahead enough work to go around so we 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 need everybody to, to pitch in Absolutely. Um, and can you also share a little bit about the two new societies of, of, of volunteers and, and supporters of Catholic Charities that are being introduced this year, the St. Martin de Porras Society and the St. Catherine, Catherine Drexel Society? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't want to steal uh, Mike Daigler and, and our uh, Angel Gutierrez's thunder on, on Catherine Drexel, so I'll, I'll let them come back to share a bit more. But that's that's for those who really want to engage deeply in, in philanthropic support for Catholic Charities. Uh, what I can share a little bit about is the St. Martin the Poor Society. Um, and so while we recognize we want to ground mission locally, we also know that this is a vibrant and, and wonderful community that's been built over the last 105 years. And so we feel the need to bring our community together across all these regions uh, in a forum that can convene people thinking about the big issues of our day, whether that's economic insecurity or or racial justice or you name it, uh, through a lens of faith. And so we are launching the St. Martin de Porres uh, event series. Uh, the first event is going to be on June 22nd. Uh, tickets are limited, so please act now. Uh, you'll see those invitations hit your mailboxes soon. Um, but we're going to have a great lineup of speakers in the months and years to come who are going to talk about the big issues of our day, uh, engage the audience in, in rich conversation, and hopefully inspire each other to, to live our faith more fully through uh, this partner structure and otherwise. That's really great, Matt. And and people can find out more information about the St. Martin de Porras Society by visiting catholiccharities.net. And again, um, if you're a supporter of, of Catholic Charities, keep your eyes peeled in your email box for those invitations and your, your mailbox for the, the formal printed invitation. Renee, we haven't forgotten about you. Uh, I want to talk <laughs> about your um, about your experience in the, the regional mission board capacity. So you have graciously agreed to serve as the chairperson in the uh, city 
Southwest region. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been involved with Catholic Charities and a little bit about the communities in the area that you're providing this, this leadership position in. Sure. Uh, thanks, Phil. I've been involved with Catholic Charities approximately seven years. Um, I was started with the, uh, the local committee and eventually got uh, assigned to be the chair of the uh, committee for the city mm-hmm. Southwest. It encompasses only communities in the cities, uh, well, Southwest city. Uh, it stretches as far as north as uh, Pilsen, well, north, northeast Pilsen. Then it goes down to Little Village, back of the yards, um, Market Park, Gage Park, and all the way up to the border with Cicero. Cicero is a suburb now, so we, we don't service that, that area. Um, but pretty much all the communities that uh, if you were to make your way to Midway Airport, that's, that's the core of the city southwest. Uh, my responsibility so far with the Regional Mission Board is to make sure I, along with my colleagues from the other region, that I provide feedback, okay, what what's going on with the city southwest, how we, we tend to be more focused on parish community outreach, even though prior to the uh, current uh, transition or restructure, as you want, want to call it, fundraising was our main activity. And through the fundraising uh, activity, meaning our main fundraising event for the year, that's how we will reach out to the local businesses, community organizations, and uh, parishes, and just get get them more involved with Catholic Charities or get them to know Catholic Charities more and some of the services that are being offered. And that way, at the same time, we will able, we'll be able to recruit new members that who are willing to participate, volunteer, participate, or be on, be on the committees or be on the uh, Board of Advisors, or well, now the formerly Board of Advisors. Um, but, uh, then w- once we got started with the discussions about the structure, uh, my task was to basically communicate uh, the new structure, the transition phase, to my fellow uh, committee members in the city southwest. I mean, at the same time, they were getting separate communications. Okay, here's what we have in mind. And so far, it's been very good feedback, very good, uh, very positive. Um, uh, yeah, they've been very positive about it, that they're still motivated. And there's more, their approach is now, well, let's let, let's get started in, in a year. We'll, we'll see where we're at or That's reassess and, and go from there. Wonderful. This has been just months in the making, Renee. We've been so grateful for the dedication of you and the other regional mission board chairpersons meeting monthly and collaborating not only with each other, but as you said, with your neighborhood and parish partners. And we're so grateful for all you've done already. It's really an exciting new chapter that's just about to grow even further this summer. Um, Matt had mentioned um, that one of the uh, dynamic parts about this new parking structure is mission teams and how those are going to kind of organically grow in each region. Can you share uh, maybe a couple examples of, of possible mission teams in the city southwest region? Yes, uh, Matt did a great job at really describing what the whole purpose of the mission teams is. But a couple of examples that come to my mind as far as the uh, in the city southwest, one of them is a food pantry uh, drive. And because it's similar to other drives we've had active in the last few years, like, like a clothing drive, but the food pantry drive will be a, more of a challenge of, okay, can we get the right number of volunteers to help out on a consistent basis, as well as with a Thanksgiving turkey drive. And again, the challenge there will be to get enough volunteers, maybe uh, make sure um, that we got, we got enough personnel to help out the other communities uh, that make up the city southwest. But uh, the measures of success, I guess, we have we still have to work on it. Like, okay, what would we consider a success? Like, 
or we get a certain number of volunteers for uh, for this period, or how many turkeys we actually collected, how many how many food items we actually collected, and were able to distribute to people really in need, and uh, the people really in need. How how our job did we do to identify those people? Or how, meaning, did you, did we eloquently communicated what Catholic charities can provide to them? And so, this is just a couple of examples that we had in mind with the mission teams. That one would be like a food pantry type of uh, initiative, especially one we have active right now with the uh, we call it um, breakfast for seniors. Um, that's uh, been an active activity uh, in our area through the uh, local parishes, as well as um, uh, we have Casa, Casa Catalina that also service, services the same right. purpose okay. of uh, with the community outreach and just setting up something specifically for our region. But uh, that's just a couple of general examples for right now. But uh, most likely right now, the most active one we have is the breakfast for our seniors. Hey, Renee, before we throw it to break, um, love your thoughts on what's on your mind for the summer. What's, uh, you know, um, what, what, what keeps you awake at night as far as um, and needs of the community and Catholic charity services? Well, right now is um, just getting in my, in, my, in my group, just getting a show of hands. Okay, who's going to commit to what committee or as far as leadership or participation? And getting some of the uh, some key volunteers as well, uh, because it's yes, one thing to talk about. Okay, here's how we're gonna transition and how we're gonna be organized, but to actually get that commitment. But I feel good about that. That uh, at least from the feedback, initial feedback we got from our group, that uh, they're still very interested. Like, oh, that, okay, that's good. So at least for right now, we don't have we don't have to focus too much on the engagement, the membership engagement, but really get get started on the on the other areas specifically also including the liaisons for advocacy and the partners in giving of the fundraising especially now that we're realizing that fundraising is not going to be our central it's not going to be our central focal point but it's more it's more of an overall catholic charities central point that okay so we just have to make sure we pick a liaison or a liaison volunteers and helps with, with that matter but otherwise right now it's just more of the I guess starting jitters that are okay. Make sure we got someone that's committed to those particular committees and liaisons. Great. Well, Renee, we'll we'll pause right there. We're going to throw it to break. Uh, we'll come back and ask uh, you and uh, Matt McCabe some more questions about the regional mission boards. For now, you're listening to the Voice of Charity on Catholic Radio. Thank you.
Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. say how can you spend your day with three-year-olds seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow this is a very rewarding job even though at the end of the day we're not the highest paid people on earth and when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school that to me I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning because really you are changing lives you are molding lives shape the next generation of leaders teach Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day, knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeta here along with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. Hello, Katie. Hello, Phil. Well, uh, we're talking with Matt McCabe and Medina of uh, Catholic Charities a little bit more about regional mission boards and how those are, are, are rolling out in communities across Cook and Lake County. Matt, my next question is for you. You've, you're relatively new with Catholic Charities like me. You've been working with staff members, um, these regional mission chairs, the, the regional staff, uh, board of directors meeting, task force, task force members all over the place. Um, w- what are the biggest takeaways that you're he- hearing in those conversations around the way that these formative discussions are shaping regional mission boards? Yeah, thanks, Phil. I think I think I'd say two things. One, uh, I just want to sh- shout out the work of Renee and Tom Powers and all the rest of the regional mission board chairs who have really led the building of this structure. And I've seen my role as mostly, uh, you know, uh, scribe and note taker and helping kind of uh, maybe adjust things around the margins and and you know filter it back to Catholic charity staff. But really, this this new structure uh, or this evolved structure is coming from the perspectives of those who've been on the ground. Uh, you know, doing this work for months and years, and in uh, a lot of cases, decades. And the second thing I'd say that's been striking, you know, I've talked to dozens and dozens of 
uh, board of advisor members and regional board members and uh, other committee members and people who have just taken uh, so much time out of their day and week and lives uh, to support the mission of our organization that's really been inspiring over these last couple months. Uh, I've talked to some families where this is not just uh, them personally, but it's been intergenerational. So their their parents and their grandparents have been involved in Catholic charities for, for decades and decades. Uh, and so I think it's been humbling and reminding to me over the first four months of me in this organization that I, I am building nothing from scratch. Uh, my role here is a steward and, and sort of a, uh, you know, a keeper of the, the flame that's already been lit and burning for, for decades. Right. Um, yeah. And, and as we said, uh, Matt, the, the, these mission boards are going to be created in the six vicariates um, of the Archdiocese of Chicago so that a number of parishes will be related to one mission board in their region. And, you know, as we talked earlier, many of our parishes that have been longtime supporters of Catholic Charities um, have established ministries within their own parishes that quietly, you know, take care of people who are in need. Uh, I think of the St. Vincent de Paul Society that is very active in many parishes. Can you give us an example? of how the new regional mission board would work with a St. Vincent de Paul Society in a parish to help a client in need? Yeah, so I, I think one headline that, I, that I've heard over and over again uh, since joining Catholic Charities is that we don't need to do absolutely everything. We have excellent partners in uh, St. Vincent de Paul and, and Mr. Accordia and just lots of other organizations that are doing great work here in, in uh, Chicago and around Lake County. Uh, and so what we're trying to do is build on that. And so we want to stop no good work that's already in progress. We want to find out how we can plug in to be additionally helpful. Uh, and so for that ex given example, you know, a parish might already have a great uh, relationship with, let's say, the Greater Chicago Food Depository and their food pantry is set up. That's wonderful. That's great. Uh, we need to figure out how we can plug in and be additionally useful. So we, of course, do behavioral health counseling. We do mentoring. We do veteran support. We do immigrant and refugee services. And each of those uh, different functions might have something that volunteers can do. And I think this, what's, what's exciting about this new structure is we want to make sure that the volunteer hours and service hours of somebody at a parish feel really impactful and are really impactful. And so when we have a collection of people ready to engage on a mission team, that's not the end of the conversation. It's part one. Part two is a conversation with the program staff so we can say where is their need and capacity and there's a way to be impactful and where is their capacity and appetite from the volunteer side. And where those two meet, great things are going to happen for our clients and, and for our frontline staff. You know, I think that the biggest the biggest takeaway here is, while it, it sounds very complex, it's it's very simple in design, right? And it's meant to really drive service locally and, and volunteer uh, volunteer engagement locally at this regional parish level, which is really exciting. And one of the things that I've partnered up with both of you on are these spring partner gatherings, right? So we've, we're, we're going back out into the communities and having conversations and dialogues with our closest friends and allies, these volunteers who have been with us for, for years and, and decades in, in many cases. And our live stream during this show has been showing some of the, the photos of those partner gatherings that we've had to date. There's, um, there's an, another one coming up tomorrow evening, um, Wednesday, May 18th at St. John of the Cross Parish in, in Western Springs. But, and, and again, Matt and Renee, you've been involved with, um, with, with several of these. Matt, what are you hearing from our partners uh, so far and, and anything to really help bring it to life with our listeners? 
Yeah, I think what I've heard so far is there's an appetite to re-engage. I think the pandemic has been tough on, on all of us. And, you know, at Catholic Charities over the last 18 months, we've really had to shift our focus directly to, to clients who need as much support as possible. And that's taken a lot of staff time and energy uh, and made it challenging for us to also bring in new uh, volunteers and supporters of, and members of our community. So I think in this moment where we pivot to uh, that attention to, to really scaling and growing this new structure. There's so much appetite for people to get engaged uh, and do good work now. And I think that's what's exciting. And I echo uh, Renee that I feel like, uh, you know, proof's in the pudding here. It's up to us to take these aspirational visions and actually make these structures real so that when you want to come and volunteer or engage with Catholic Charities, it's easy to do. It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be confusing. You shouldn't know, not know where to go. You should be able to walk up to one of our offices and get involved uh, or be able to call one of our regional chairs and get plugged into a mission team. Um, and so I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that from the partner gatherings. And then, um, you know, I think just also an appreciation for the, the broader community and what's what's been built here. Because I think, um, you know, it's one thing to serve and it's another thing to serve alongside a, a community of people who you believe in and who inspire you each day. So well said, Matt. Um, Renee, I, you spoke so eloquently at the May 5th uh, Spring Partner Gathering at 721 North LaSalle Street. Can you please share with our audience um, what you shared and what you discussed that night? Yes, uh, basically, I uh, wanted to communicate, communicate to everyone the regional mission board structure and how it's, it, it, in some ways it's consistent across all regions, but uh, at the same time that we're sharing best practices, it, it also allows for flexibility. So each region can be responsive to the need and engagement opportunities in their local community. Uh, I introduced the various committees that are, will be set up that are consistent for each region, parish outreach, community outreach committees, membership engagement committees, and the two liaisons, one for advocacy and one for partners in giving. Well, again, the partners in giving and fundraising the uh, parish outreach and community out, uh, outreach committees are both tasked with connecting Catholic charity services to parishes and communities, and also connecting those who want to serve with opportunities to do so uh, with us or in the local parishes. The membership engagement committee will onboard and educate new members, and most importantly, connect them with specific opportunities to keep them engaged. Uh, the partners in, uh, in giving liaison will make sure the regional board and all volunteers are aware of all Catholic charities events and any other opportunities to participate in fundraising events. The advocacy liaison will offer opportunities to advocate for policies that will benefit those we serve and enhance the cost of mer uh, uh, mercy. And I briefly, uh, Matt, uh, obviously he uh, made a good uh, introduction of the mission teams. Well, the mission teams, they will look a little different region to region. and. There, there are opportunities for direct service that will grow organically in the community. Uh, of course, that's going to vary region to region. And at the same time, I wanted to relay a message out today. We, uh, we have an existing volunteer and service and service group, but we, yeah, we need more volunteers. The more, the merrier. And uh, that's where we really are excited, and we're trying to grow some momentum in the community about this new structure, and we're hoping uh, they will join us. Well, that's great. That, that kind of preempted my, my last question for you, Renee, of you need more volunteers. That's, that's, that's great to hear. I would encourage people to visit catholiccharities.net to find out more about that. Matt, what's, as we close out today's program, what's, what's your final message uh, for our listeners and viewers? Yeah, I think I'd echo Renee and say join us. If, if you can give one hour a week, 
join us. If you can give an hour every quarter, join us. If you can give a dollar, join us as a partner in giving. If you can give a million, we, we would appreciate that too. There's no shortage of things to do. Uh, the need has been, uh, you know, exacerbated as, as uh, the pandemic has drawn on here. Uh, and there's no shortage of different ways to engage. And so if you're somebody who wants to engage in sort of a, a you know, a physical project and lifting well we've got things you can you can help and support with and if you're somebody who wants to do outreach and connect more people uh, to the service through faith uh, we, we've got a role for you uh, so please join us there's more than enough work to go around and, and the only way we're going to solve uh, a lot of the challenges we face is together so that's great R- renee and matt we're, we're grateful to both of you for for joining us many of the people that i talk to speak of the amazing potential that this new partnership uh, this partner structure offers potential to help reach people um, a- a- at the greatest level of, of self-sufficiency. Uh, it's it's Tuesday morning. Uh, self-sufficiency possible um, potential to help more people at, at Catholic Charities and, and widen our reach. Um, again, if you want to get involved at, at Catholic Charities, it's the website catholiccharities.net or email us at partners at catholiccharities.com. Thank you, Matt and Renee, for being on the show today, reminding us all about the important work of Catholic Charities. Katie? I, too, uh, Phil, I echo everything you've said. Uh, Matt and Renee, you've done a fantastic job of establishing these regional mission boards and getting this whole partner structure going. We congratulate you and all of your uh, colleagues in that, and we just uh, wish you all the best and know that we're here with you uh, to get this all launched for Catholic Charities. Thank you for being on the show today. Great work. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Zapeta, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.